You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hey, this is Dick from Lone Star Community Radio. We have a big announcement for Lone Star Community Radio and our listeners. We have partnered with another TV station. That's right. You will be seeing Lone Star Community Radio content on KVQT Channel 12 in the Houston area. Now is a great time to start a show or sponsor a show with Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on everything that is happening, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776 and leave a message. And we want to also wish everyone a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday. This is November 6th. 2017, I'm your host, Margie Taylor, for Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio, downtown Conroe, FM 104.5, 106.1, and we are here for the hour. So listen in, find out what's going on in Conroe, throughout the county, and of course, listen to my guests. So today we're going to hear from uh, two different guests, Rebecca McDowell, and she is here with the Conroe Youth Theater and going to tell us about Tarzan, Tarzan of the Jungle, who's going to be swinging into the Crichton Theater, downtown Conroe, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in four performances. We're going to talk about those details and shortly, in just a little bit, she will be my first guest. And then we're going to hear from Mark Keogh. He's a state representative and candidate for county judge. But first, what's going on around us? Okay, well, last week we talked about the Astros, and we're still in Astro fever. It's still all good. We're still orange. I have orange lights on outside my house still because, you know, it worked for Halloween, and it kind of works for Thanksgiving, and it still go Astro. So I'm going with it. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm doing. But uh, tonight, if you want to uh, take a little pressure away from the Monday blues, you can go hang out in downtown Conroe for free. Go to the Corner Pub and hear... Um, our favorite local guy, Caleb, and the Homegrown Tomatoes. Or you can just trot on over across the street to the Red Brick Tavern and hear Fred McIntosh with Charles Peters. And uh, that will be on at 7.30 on their stage. Of course, a few other things going on this week. Friday, the lineup is Rev Sleepy Ray at the Red Brick Tavern. And the Great Trumpet will be pre- performing at Pacific Yard House. If you haven't been to Pacific Yard House, you're missing a treat. They're open for lunch and dinner, just as the Corner Pub, Conroe Coffee, and uh, Red Brick Tavern are, but they also have local entertainment with no charge. Deanna Wendelin will be at the Corner Pub Friday night, and Tarzan will premiere at 8 p.m. at the Crichton Theater. Saturday night, November 11th, there's going to be an artist reception at the Maidley Art Gallery. Yes, we have an art gallery in town. They have a monthly reception the second Saturday of every month, and that starts at 5 o'clock. The public is welcome to see what the new exhibit is and mingle with the people and have some refreshments out in their little garden area. Also, Summer Ashley will be at the Red Brick Tavern. Desdemona will be at the Corner Pub, and Will Carter Band will be at Pacific Yard House with Tarzan. Again, Tarzan. Yes, that seems to be a theme here. There's two performances of Tarzan on Saturday. Sunday, you can also see Tarzan at the matinee at 2 p.m. Or you can go listen to Johnny Riley. Well, you can do that first. You can go to Gospel Sunday Brunch at the Red Brick Tavern and hear him belting out the gospel sounds. He is probably the best I have ever heard. So he also sang at Faith Fest, which was also this last Saturday. And that was a great reunion of elected officials, candidates, and uh, many community members talking about uh, religious freedom in our community. So what else is up for par? What what else is going on? Well, the Conroe Parks and Recreation always has many things going on, and you can go to cityofconroe.org to find out all the details, but they have Fresh Fridays this Friday at the Oscar Johnson Center. They have Leadership, Leadership Adventure Program, that is happening Saturday. They will have a fitness sampler at the Aquatic Center. And of course, the Turkey Trot 5K at Carl Barton Jr. Park. Now, if you want to know details about that, Elizabeth West is your go-to girl, and it's only $20, and her email is ewest at cityofconroe.org. There's a few other things that I want to make note of. 
One is this fabulous event, November 28th. It's the Christmas tree lighting in downtown Conroe at Heritage Park. Now, that is a spectacular lighting of the tree. And yeah, it happens pretty fast, but it gets about 1,000 people there. This is all free. But what's new and exciting is there's also going to be a Christmas on Main Street, kind of like a Dickens Christmas with hot chocolate carriage rides, hay rides. More to come about that. Santa, there's going to be the Conroe um, Symphony Orchestra is going to be playing, I believe. So this is all another free thing. So right after the tree lighting on the 28th, which is a Tuesday, people will be corralled via carolers and hay rides and carriage rides down two blocks down Simonton. And more details will be posted on Conroe Culture News. But that's another fun thing that's going on. Also, that same week, December 2nd, Southern Star Brewery and the Conroe Americana Music Festival present a special concert with local bands, Caleb and the Homegrown Tomatoes, Folk Family Revival, Stump Juice, Mike Amabile and Run Over Twice, Field of Bronze, Kenny the Spider, all for $15 up front or $20 at the door. They're also looking for arts and crafts vendors, food truck vendors, and things like that. All that information is on experiencedowntownconroe.com. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm Margie Taylor, your host of Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio in downtown Conroe. And we'll have our first guest, Rebecca McDowell. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Attention movie lovers. The Ticket Stub is a new radio show servicing Montgomery County that is meant for you. The Ticket Stub is available live every Thursday at noon on FM 104.5 and 106.1, as well as anytime on IRLoneStar.com. Connor and Dick will let you know what's coming out in the theater, what is worth streaming, and what's going on in the world of film. The Ticket Stub, your home for movie talk. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, and downtown Conroe. I forgot to mention something that's going on today. At, starting at 5 o'clock, the Assistance League will have their annual Christmas preview. Now, I have posted on Conroe Culture News that you can win two tickets. So here's the way this is going to roll. I still have two tickets. So whoever comes to the Lone Star Community Radio station and says Conroe Culture News... I have two tickets today to give away before 5 o'clock. Two tickets. So you got to come here to the station in downtown Conroe on Main Street by the Crichton Theater and say, Conroe Culture News sent me. Okay? That's the way that goes. So my first guest here today is Rebecca McDowell. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Margie. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course. And I'm excited to hear about Tarzan. Who doesn't like Tarzan? I mean, really. So, and I did uh, miss say his, the name. It's Christian Youth Theater. I blabbed off so fast. I guess I said Conroe <laughs> Youth Theater. I don't know. But it is performing at the Crichton Theater in Conroe, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, correct? Correct, yes. And we're super happy to be part of Conroe. So we're kind of Conroe Christian Youth Theater. <laughs> That's okay. We're, we're changing the name. Is that sure. okay? Sure, Just why not? Just to sell more tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Tarzan, Tarzan, Tarzan. So, you know, we got to see some of the kids perform. There's quite a few of them. I'm going to say around 20 or so. Yes. Um, at the Farmer's Market on Thursday, which we have every first Thursday of the month over there at Founders Plaza. But they performed and we posted a little video and it was kind of fun. Um it looks like they put a lot of work into this. They have put a lot of work. Um, each show they uh, rehearse about 10 weeks and it's only Fridays and Saturdays. So it, they are very, very hardcore. Those Friday nights and Saturdays um, that the cast rehearses, they are very into it. They are doing athletic moves in Tarzan. 
you'll see flips, you'll see, um, if you're familiar with Stomp, the group mm-hmm. that performs, right, right. there's a lot of stuff that's very similar to Stomp. There's a lot of um, aerial performances because these kids are going to be swinging in the air. Oh, that's fun. It's though. amazing. It's amazing. They're so awesome. you're excited too. I am so excited about it. I cannot wait to see it. So let me repeat the times because I have it down here. I just kind of just went rolling with it, I guess. It's 7 p.m. Saturday, Friday and Saturday nights, and then 2 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. So you have two matinee performances on the weekend. Correct. Right? Yes. So four performances, and tickets are still available, right? Yes. And you have to go to cythouston.org to purchase tickets. They are not available through the Crichton box office. You have to go to cythouston.org. You can also purchase tickets the day of the show, about an hour before each performance. But to get the seat you really want, you need to go buy online. Right, because you never know. You could sell out. It could be just onesies here and there. Right. All kinds of things going on. So tell me a little bit about Christian Youth Theater. Okay, well, (laughs) I can talk all day about Christian Youth Theater. So let's be more specific. How about... um, we have, this is our second fall show and our final fall show of this season. We also have a Christmas show coming up. It's called Christmas in Comfort, and it is actually performing two weekends at two different churches. One is Klein United Methodist Church in spring, and the other is in Umble, and I can't remember the name of it at this moment, but it's another church who um, supports CYT. Well, they can also go to the website and see where they are. Yes, performing, you can get all the details on each show on the website. And then we have in the spring, we have sh- three shows this year. We have um, a junior show, which will be for students ages 8 through 14. And that is um, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Oh, how fun. It is so fun. And then <laughs> we have an older show on, um, it's on the east side of town, which is Kingwood and Umble, but anyone can go over there and audition and and be in the show. And it is Singing in the Rain. And it is going to be choreographed and directed by Tony Smith, who, if you're familiar with um, lots of stuff in as far as the arts go, he is um, an award-winning choreographer. He has produced um, Super Bowl halftime shows. He has produced um, shows for uh, Disney World, um, Tokyo, and, and in other countries as well. I mean, he's got a huge resume, and he um, choreographed Anything Goes for so Us So anybody involved will get, learn a lot. A him. lot. I mean, come prepared to be enlightened. He's, he's phenomenal. And I've worked with him before. He's just fantastic. Have you ever performed in any of these things? Um, not in the CYT <laughs> stuff because I'm a little too old. <laughs> just missed that cutoff because you have to be 18. Um, you can be 18 at the time of auditions and turn 19 within the, the show. But once you're 19, you're not eligible to audition anymore. Um, They do have family members, don't they? Now, we do CCT, which is Christian Community Theater. We do that in the summers. And you don't have to take classes and you don't have to, you don't even have to have experience in theater. And those are fun, too. But we've just started that uh, Fiddler on the Roof this past summer was our second show. That was fabulous. Thank you. I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. Just brought back a lot of memories because I remember seeing that whole all of the songs back when I was in junior high and performing it. So it was, it was very nostalgic feeling to me. Yeah. You know? It's I a beautiful it. show. I loved it. It was, it was a good time. And the theater was packed. It was. It was packed with yeah. people. And I'm sure Tarzan will be also. Yes. Yes. We're anticipating huge crowds because it hasn't, Tarzan, I don't think it's been performed in Conroe. I know that Class Act Down in the Woodlands did it several mm-hmm. years ago, like five years ago. So it's been a long time coming. And it's such a great tie-in to the um, Edgar Rice Burroughs book because it's based on that. And you've got Phil Collins' music, and that's, you know, such a huge draw, I think, to hear that. So you've got that as your foundation, and then these amazing kids acting and singing and doing all these crazy dances. It's going to be fabulous. You know, I really just like seeing the kids perform. They do such a phenomenal job. I mean, just seeing the little snippet from the farmer's market, you can see that they're very dedicated to what they're doing and to get it right. But they're having fun too, you know? I mean, there's so much fun. And we do, um, when we do rehearsals, we have call times, just like regular theater does. And sometimes all the cast is not called on a certain evening or a certain rehearsal. 
And the kids want to come to rehearsal, even when they're not called. Do because they come they're and watch having the such a good time. Well, they'll come and help. They'll help with costuming or they'll help with props or they'll go help with sets, building and design sets, because we do everything from scratch. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's such a great place to be. CYT so they really a learn a lot about the theater and how it works. They do. All the components. And everything. The technical. So if, if a uh, youth wants to get involved, they don't have to necessarily act. Right, right. They right. can do the other aspects. Any uh, of the set technical design stuff. Yes. or lighting or costumes, any of that. Any of it. Any 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 way you're interested, we'll find somewhere for you to go. And, and we're never going to force anybody on stage. But we've had students in the past who worked for years doing props and doing stuff backstage. And then finally they did one show and they got the bug and they wanted to do and more. It's fun. But, but there's no pressure to do that. Yeah, it's so, so much fun. Have you acted before? I have. Yes. Not recently. In Conroe? <laughs> no, not in no. Conroe. I've worked in Conroe. I work with the Players Theater Company at the Owen, uh -huh. but I haven't done any shows with them And why yet. not? Well, I'm very busy <laughs> with CYT, and I'm very busy backstage at, with the players. So, Do you encourage people to give it a shot, try it, if oh, they've yes. never done this before? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we're, we're both, both the players and CYT are community theater. That means, you know, it's not the the Tony Awards, it's not, you know, there's no pressure to perform and be the number one star of the show. Everybody is important and everybody is valuable. And it's so much fun. It's just another fun thing that you can do with your time. It doesn't, you don't have to be super serious. And there are some people who are, and they're amazing too. But, you know, it's it's just fun to be part of. And, and they're and part all of volunteers. They're devoting their time. Yes. And it takes a lot of time. Like you said, this, uh, the Tarzan has been in rehearsal for 10 weeks. Yes. Yes, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of driving for mom and dad. Um, and we do, CYT does uh, require parents to put in service hours. So parents are required to either do concessions or build props or help paint sets or do public relations. They are required to do that if their student is a part. We don't punish students whose parents can't make all those hours and can't do it, but we find something where they contribute to. So they, they feel like they're so contributing to So it's more family. It's, it's very family oriented. Uh, very family, family gets involved. Yes. yes. So, and then they bring all their friends and family to the show. Right. Hopefully, hopefully everybody hopefully. wants to come and see it by so, the end. Yeah. Again, so um, it's only, how much are the tickets? The tickets, if you purchase them online, are $15. Okay. If you wait until the day of the performance, they're $18. So you save $3 well, by buying much. now. No, it's not. They're, they're less than $20 no matter how you purchase them. If you have a group of 20, then you can get a discounted rate of $12 per ticket. So that's great okay. to bring families Everybody needs... or schools. or yeah. Okay, let's get that group of 20 together. Yeah. Absolutely. And go to cythouston.org. And I know you have a Facebook page too, CYT Houston. We do. Although Google look, works really effectively. Yes, it does. So so <laughs> tell me about this raffle you have. Okay, well, this is our big announcement for our raffle because okay. we're a nonprofit. Um, everything we make from our shows and for our class fees and our production fees, everything goes back into the productions or to the rentals of our rehearsal spaces or the rent rentals of our classroom. We really don't all make any money. All the expenses, all right. the operations. Exactly. Right. We are truly a nonprofit. So um, every year, if we can, we find something else to bring in money. That's an easy fundraiser where we don't have to ask our parents and friends and our students to do more than they're already doing. This year, we have been given um, by Disney Corporation for one day park hopper passes to Disneyland. And so we'll be raffling those off starting today. It's $5 for one raffle ticket and $20 for five raffle tickets. You can purchase those online or you can purchase them when you come to Tarzan this weekend. Okay. At any of the performances. All right. Well, that sounds like a good deal. I would like to go do that. Yeah. With all my extra time I have. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you got to take a break. You got to have some enjoyment in your I do. life. You I just sleep. got back from somewhere, though, didn't you? Didn't you have a little trip? I had four days. That's, not even a full week, but I had four lot. days. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I went to Seattle, and it was fun, and I'm going to try to go out there again. Good. So, okay, so it's $5 a ticket, it's 5 for 20 and you can go to cythouston.org. You can find out about that on their Facebook page as well, and you just need to go watch Tarzan. Yes, what is something Tarzan says? 
Well, he has the Tarzan yell, but I won't Can do, you do that, that for you. No, I don't, I don't know. know how it goes. Not inside and not, not with our headphones on. Oh, you don't come want to on. Hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you go first. <laughs> I don't know the Tarzan yell. <laughs> That's, yeah. Is that cool? It's you know, a little weak. But Tarzan of the jungle. Try. Good effort. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News and uh, Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe Culture News. And we'll be right back. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. The show airs on the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Join hosts Courtney Galley and Brian Bondi as they chat about the Chamber's events and programs for the month and invite Chamber members into the studio to talk about their upcoming events and businesses. Learn about your Chamber with Chamber Chat every first Tuesday at 11 a.m. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hello, and we are back at Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio. I'm your host, Margie Taylor. We just listened to Rebecca McDowell tell, tell us a little bit about Christian Youth Theater and Tarzan that's playing at the Crichton Theater. I did forget to mention one thing, and that's that there's going to be a Thanksgiving outreach for anybody who wants to get involved. You can go to their Facebook page at The Onion Project. That is The Onion Project. And that's a uh, leg of Red Onion on the Square, hosted by Joey Ashton, and he will be on the show uh, in the next week or so. But that is on Thanksgiving Day, November 23rd. They're looking for volunteers <clears throat> and people who want to give out food and uh, just be, you know, do fellowship and hospitality for people that are um, either homeless or just need a meal or whatever reason. It doesn't matter. You don't have to necessarily have super qualifications. But again, uh, go to that Facebook page, The Onion Project, and we will hear more about that Thanksgiving outreach in uh, weeks to come. So my second guest today is Mark Keogh, our state representative in the Woodlands area, and he is also a candidate for county judge. Welcome, Mark. Margie, thanks so much for having me. It's exciting to be here today. Appreciate the invitation. It's a nice day, another nice day. So we never know with the week how it's going to go. But I want people, I want you to share a little bit about you so people know a little bit more about you. You know, you, how did you get involved in being a state representative? Well, I, I tell you, it's an exciting story. <laughs> but as I begin, if I could, I would certainly like to acknowledge some things that have happened. Sure. This weekend, we, as we know yesterday, a very extremely unfortunate situation. Oh, yes. Our hearts, they go out to the people of Sutherland Springs. I've been in contact with the Department of Public Safety, with the Texas Rangers. They're on this thing. Continuing information comes out. Greg Abbott has been giving us information, but it's the idea that a group of people would go to church and worship, and while they're in worship, somebody starts shooting at them. It's, it's almost, it's mind-boggling. It is. And as a pastor, and also right. as a state legislator, it, it hits home to me, but I want to acknowledge that, that truly our, Thank thoughts you for doing and, that. our thoughts and prayers. We also had another situation. We have a 30-year DPS veteran who was on the side of the road, Officer Nipper. And uh, he was killed as he was hit while uh, sitting in his car on the side of the road. And then even last night, Deputy Constable um, was uh, here in our area, numerous wounds shot from, by an individual. And so our people and our law enforcement, it's like they're under siege, that there, is, there are those people that are just so filled with hatred and anger, and they, it's just like there's a, an anarchy that is going on, and we and, and we need help. Well, I, there's many reasons. I think that the incidents of of um, P 
people who are intellectually challenged and, and disturbed because of situations that have happened in their life. There's no question that leads to that. I think it goes to a deeper root. And as a pastor, I talk about this regularly, that we need to return to our foundation, our our fundamental moral foundations that we once held, that it seems in many ways, without getting into that today, I didn't come here to, to no, discuss that. No, but go that. ahead, go ahead. But we, we have abandoned the idea that we, we believe that we can make laws to govern people. And a republic is based on the fact that you have overriding principles that you and I are going to do the right things when it comes down to the details, rather than making the details, laws the details. For instance, do I need to have a law that says don't run over my neighbor's mailbox and leave tire tracks in his yard? No, I don't need to have that. Why? Because the bigger law says I've got a responsibility to take care of my neighbor. And we have shifted away from that. Mm -hmm. And if it's not an exact law, we feel like we can do it. But in these cases, it's, it's, I'm not sure what happened with Trooper Nipper and our deputy constable, but in the situation with uh, Sutherland Springs, there's some things that are coming out, and, and we're going to find out more in the next 24 hours, I know. Governor Abbott's been on it, and it's, it's really pretty remarkable. I think prayer helps. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, sure. I would agree with you that it isn't all about the laws. It's about everybody showing compassion and empathy for the next person. Absolutely. You Do know? unto others. Absolutely. That's, That's right. what I live by. That's right. How That's you would right. like to be treated. And these things can't always be helped because there are some people that are mentally challenged um, that need additional help. So that seems to me the part we need to figure out. We know it's interesting that we can segue from there into your initial question is why, why are you doing this? Why are you running for county judge? Now, one of the things I've taught my children as they've been coming up through the ranks over the years they said, if you're going to do something and it's going to impact other people, do that which will impact the most amount of people in the shortest amount of time. You don't know how much time you're going to have. Right. But what you want to do is make sure that, that you maximize that. And, you know, I was in the uh, car business and the Lexus business specifically for 14 years and retired out of that to go into full-time Christian ministry. And um, having done that many, many, many years ago and um, having graduated from seminary, I had always taught in churches, but to get back into it on a full-time basis, and it was almost, it was 26 plus years before I was able to do that. But in doing that, my question is, how can I reach the most amount of people? And what am I going to do with my life as it relates to one day having to answer before my creator? Because we're all going to, I believe. I believe that too. You know, we're going to stand before God and he's going to say, what did you do with the gifts and abilities I gave you? So when I retired from that, I planned to doing just Christian ministry from my car business, then into the ministry. I was solicited to run for public office. And at first I thought, have you lost your mind? You really want to do that? But so I began to think about it and begin to pray about it. And my wife, who is, I wish she was here with me. She is awesome. She should have been. But she, she will be next her. time. She okay, will good. be next time. Yeah, that's how I, I met you is through her. She's, I knew Kim first. Well, you know Kim. Well, she's, yes. You know she's never met a stranger. <laughs> yes. And she's just a sweetheart, and she's her gift is encouragement. And, you know, she's my best pal and friend, and she is the greatest encouragement to me. As She prodded and pushed as well for me to do this. But as I was considering this, I went to a meeting where I— my, my, someone I've developed into a strong friendship with is Ted Cruz's father, Rafael Cruz. As he spoke, he, he talked about our founding fathers. He talked about the Bill of Rights and, and how they came up with, with the Declaration of Independence and how these gentlemen got together and they addressed grievances against the king at that time. And they pledged to make a change. And they together all pledged that they would pledge their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. No matter what it took, they were willing to give all that up to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And when I was in this meeting, Raphael asked us to do that. And I had a chance to give the closing prayer. And before I give the closing prayer, I walked up in this huge meeting of all these people. And I looked over at, at Raphael Cruz. I said, Pastor Cruz, this is the fastest response to an invitation you're ever going to get. And I announced <laughs> I was going to run for public office. But it was based upon that. And Kim and I truly said, we... We pledge our lives, we pledge our fortune, we pledge our honor to do this. And we've never looked back. Has it had its moments? <laughs> yes, it has. Most things do. But yes, but, I'm sure the political has been, career is, has challenges. It's been the greatest honor of my <laughs> life to serve in the Texas House of Representatives and to have two successful sessions and now to have the choice 
to move to something else. And the question that came up for me, to me, myself, is where can you reach the most amount of people in the shortest amount of time? Do you know that Montgomery County is going to be approaching 600,000 people by the time that I'm sworn in in January of 2019? And I sit here and I and look at my- And that is fast, because it was 450,000 uh, several years ago. That's right. You know, just the I mean, woodlands it's alone. growing that fast. Yeah, it's, you know, the, the population is just, it's overwhelming, which is why certain things need to be done that really, I think, could be hugely improved with, um, with some effort. And uh, so I'm excited about this opportunity. Who would have ever thought truth is stranger than fiction? And I would have had the opportunity to run- you in one of the know. oldest counties. Do you know that the our county was came into being as a county the same time we became a country in 1836? That's amazing. And that flag on your wall there started in Montgomery County. It's, yes. it's just awesome. What, what an honor in the greatest state and the greatest country in the world. So you're dedicated to reaching as many lives and using your skills to make positive changes as yes. you can. Yes. And uh, you feel that by moving up to this next level as county judge, that you'll be able to reach more people. Sure. Because state legislature, you're only um, to a certain region or area. Well, well yeah, and not only that, I, you know, I go in the legislature, and it, by the way, it has been an exciting, oh my goodness. There are a lot of lessons learned. Oh, a lot of lessons. <laughs> a lot of lessons. How things work in, in state government is really important to know if you're going to run the county. I, I can see where I'll have the opportunity to leverage what I have learned in the last two sessions in the Texas House of Representatives. See, <clears throat> most counties, they're like, <clears throat> like all of us. We get busy, we get doing things, and so we rely on somebody else to give us information, So and we trust them, so we think, okay, I'm going to vote in that direction, or I'm going to think that way because I trust them. And the fact of the matter is, you know, as a as a dad and a family man, you know, I go to work, I come home, I'm tired. Last thing I want to do is study politics, so I'm going to listen to them. Counties and municipalities are the same. <clears throat> Excuse me. They will listen to groups of people that they trust, and all of a sudden they begin to develop their policy as a result. Tech Association of Counties is TAC, we call it. Tech Association of Counties, I think, is a great organization. I think it has its place, and they do keep county officials apprised of what is going on, training, budget issues. I mean, these are smart, good people. But they don't get everything right. And the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, whoever is in charge of that county, the governance of that county, is responsible to know for themselves what is going on. And it's a, I, don't, I don't even believe that that's a life skill. I think that is an absolute requirement to know what's going on so that they, when they see legislation that's fixing to happen over in the House, they know what to do, where to go, how to address it, who to talk to, and if it is detrimental to our county, how to change it or how to eliminate it. Well, I as, think a, I as can the county judge, you are the, um, you are the person uh, in, that executes what's going on that's right. in the county. Mm, yeah. So as such, if you were county judge, what would be one of the first things that you did? Okay, well, first of all, let me just, if I may, let me yeah, just talk a little bit about what is a county judge. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Most, I talk to people who will come up to me and they'll say, Mark, you're running for county judge? I didn't know you were an attorney. <laughs> yeah, they don't get <laughs> And I it. say, no, I'm not an attorney. In our size county, um, the county judge is really the CEO of the county. And he has certain responsibilities over certain areas. Um, roads and bridges, emergency management. There are, there are numbers of things that he is over. But specifically, his primary objective as the county judge is to oversee the budget process and the budget for the county. That's a big deal. His own budget is a small budget. You know, my budget would be a small budget when it comes to the, to the, to the big picture. But the fact of the matter is, is that in our county, we're of a size that I'm not going to show up with a black robe and I'm not going to have a gavel but I will organize and oversee the agenda for the commissioner's courts. And there are four commissioners who I will work alongside. As and a yeah, that's right. And in, in my situation as the judge, I will oversee how that operates. That's what I'm supposed to do. Okay. So then as, as a judge and as overseeing those things, 
my goal in terms of things that I need, that I want to see for sure done is I want more community involvement. Margie, we are a republic. What is a republic? A republic is they it operates according to an overall constitution, and the people who are to protect and uphold and defend the constitution are put into place by the people. We work for the people. You're emphasizing people. That's right. So not you. That's right. Just we work for a the group people. Of people. That's right. I'm not. When I become county judge, I'm not the king. I'm supposed to be the example. And I mean this. I mean this from my heart. I'm supposed to be the example of what a true servant is. And I say this at my church, and I say this as a legislator. I say this as a potential county judge here in the future. This is not my county. These are not my people. I don't own them. I serve them. I'm here, and I'm an advocate for that. My wife is an advocate for that, and my staff is advocates for that. We're always asking what is the best thing? What are the people need? What are they talking about? There are, there are many issues that have come up in the legislature, but here's a good example um, that come up with the legislature, and di different people want me to do different things. But I say, what are people screaming about in my district? What's important to them? Two things. This is what we get. Taxes and water. Taxes and water. And roads, costs. Roads. Yeah. Ro ro roads, roads is in there somewhere. Well, roads is in there somewhere, but <laughs> the issue the with the issue with the extension of the road and that sort of thing, which I'd be glad to talk about. Um, but with the 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 right now, that's what it's all about. Now, there's certain groups that are, that are, and I agree with them. I, I I strenuously agree with them about 249 and the toll road, that sort of thing. But you know, my team. My, my guy, Jason, he will take these calls and he will go out to people's houses. It is amazing. And deal with people and talk to them and find out what's the problem with their water. And literally go around looking for leaks, make telephone calls. You wouldn't believe some of the stuff we found that was happening. And people wondering about their water bills. Jason's a good guy. He's an awesome guy. <laughs> matter of fact, you know, I believe that God brings people into your life to help you. Right. Because I remember I got us out of the car business. I'd never been in the political scene, but Jason has spent a life in this and uh, has been a tremendous help to me. My, um, my legislative uh, uh, associate in the House, Ruth Mesta, has done an awesome job. Kurt Jones, who's no longer with us, he helped us get going. He is now um, running for a uh, county position up I in the that. panhandle. I see it's, that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. Go, Kurt. You're doing a great job, buddy. We're here for you. Country living at its best, <laughs> That's right? right. That's right. <laughs> so I've had the privilege of being associated with great people. While at the same time, you know, I'm still a pastor of a church. I say, Mark, how in the world can you do that? I have an executive pastor. His name is Randy Ball. What's the and name of the church? It's, an, it's the Woodlands Bible Church. And we're just, just going on four years old this January. And um, it's been very exciting. We've been renting a place. We're now in the process of purchasing some property with a facility already on it. But how does all this get done, especially since I've been in the legislature and, and Randy has just done an awesome job of picking up the ball and running with it when I'm not there. And he administrates the daily operations of the church. We have a meeting this evening together with our, with our church leaders and Randy will organize the agenda. I will, I will oversee it. I've looked at the agenda ahead of time and uh, on my way from one event to the next. And, uh, but it's all very exciting. The church has bought into this. And the church is committed. That is exciting to be doing that. It is. Right we, now. we have so much going on. And on top of that, I committed to the Woodlands that I would finish my second year in this session. So I still yeah. am. I've, I'm, I'm holding myself accountable to, to work on behalf of the people of the Woodlands in 2018. And then at the end, when I have the opportunity to be sworn in, then I switch from one and go to the other. And if you can believe this, they swear you in on January 1. I know. The morning been there. of January been 1. Been there. I know. How exciting is that? <laughs> well, it is exciting. <clears throat> it's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm so looking forward to all this. So let's uh, regroup. What, okay. what are, and then we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and ask, okay. talk a little bit about other upcoming things. What is some things that you would do or what are your priorities as a judge if you get to take that oath of office on January 1st of 2019. Sure. What, what are some of the things that we could look forward to seeing? Well, I think one of the first things is, is remember, as soon as you get there, 
you know, we have, you don't want to change the minute you walk in the door. That well, well but, you don't want to do that. <laughs> but you know, I've had the opportunity over the years in my career in the car business to go into broken car dealerships, and what I have found, Margie, is that it's it's all about leadership, and that people want to do the right thing. This is really what I found. Now there are some bad apples that just gotta go, but you know what? When people are held accountable, and people know that that you want to do the right thing. They want to support you until you, you prove them wrong. Until you treat them wrong or right. you start doing dishonest things and then they go along with you out of fear. And and my goal first of all as soon as I get there is to corral everybody in. And let's just talk about some general principles of what's important. And then work on the budget. Um, and there are plenty of opportunities in the budget. Without going into the details, there, there are opportunities, and especially as it relates to what we can do for our tax structure. Another issue that is a huge issue is that our commissioners do a good job for their precincts. Difficulty is getting everybody together. And it's like each, each commissioner is like on the last fortress on the frontier in the wild, wild west doing their own deal for roads and bridges and all the rest and trying to scramble for money for all these various things. And one of the things that I want to do, and there's a way to do this so that we are not in any type of, there's no question as to anybody doing anything behind the scenes. There's a way to do this. I want to get everybody together with community input and put together a comprehensive road program. We are not going to stop the growth of Montgomery County. We are not going to stop developers. They you own the property. To. They sure. You don't want to stop the growth. It's going. Okay. It's going to I continue mean, to grow. So absolutely. if it is, how do we keep from from sitting in traffic and when what used to take us five minutes now takes a half hour That's to get true. somewhere? Well, makes let, you crazy. Let's uh, let's get back and talk with that in a few minutes. We're going to take okay. a quick break yep. uh, and hear more from Mark Keo and about his upcoming event and about his race to uh, be county judge. I'm Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News. We'll be right back. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Hey guys, I'm Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Catch us every Monday from 1 to 3 and check out our website, nerdthugradio.com. We like to talk about quilting, horseback riding, and baking quiche. Actually, we don't, but we do like talking nerdy to you. That's right. Every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m., hashtag talking nerdy to you. And we're back on this wonderful Monday afternoon at Lone Star Community Radio. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News. And we are here with our state representative, Mark Keogh, who is also running for county judge. Of course, election day is in March, right, Mark? Yes, it is. March 2018. That's right. And uh, then everybody gets sworn in on January 1st, 2019. That's correct? right. That's correct. So, so it seems the, like a long way, Well, that's the not. primary. That's the primary. Yes. Remember, races are won and lost in the primary. And unfortunately, many people just vote in the in the general election in November. But we have the primary election, and then I'll run if I have an opponent. Um, after that, up to uh, November voting period, and uh, we'll jump in on the January of nineteenth. Okay, it's awesome, very so exciting. So that's the way it rolls. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's it's great fun. So let let's go into your qualifi qualifications sure. a little sure. bit. Um, why are you qualified, and what are the qualifications for county judge? Well, you know, one of the things that that um, I think the qualifications for a county judge, probably more than anything, is show up and be willing to represent the people. I'm serious about that. Okay. When people are telling you they don't want something and they don't agree with it, the answer is not to double down and keep pushing forward and to create a narrative. That is not the answer. The answer is, hey, this is not my county. These are not my people. I don't own this. This is not my agenda. And what I have seen in government and in, in, in especially in state government, across the board, is that somehow we start off as a particular type of person. We get into the government where we're conservative and we represent the people, and somehow we get into a network of people where all of a sudden we begin to be influenced. And the next thing you know 
It's about the agenda at the Capitol rather than the agenda of my district. They lose sight. Yeah. They lose sight a little bit I, of I'm out where on they're that. at. I'm out on that. And, man, I would tell you, Marge, you fade some heat when you are in that kind of a situation because you risk the possibility of not getting essential legislation done. So you have to walk a very a very tight, um, a very close line in this. Um, and But I've just decided that, you know, that as a as a legislator, as opportunity to uh, be a judge, the number one thing that I can do is represent the people. One of the things I always asked myself when it came to legislation, and this is why I would I would do a bill, not just with people who believed the same way I did politically. I would always ask these questions. Is this good for my district? Is it good for the state? And does it violate my conscience? If I can answer the first two yes and the last one no, then I would say, I can do that because it's the best for the people. I represent them. I talk to people periodically, and they'll say in the House, when I want to get something done, they'll say to me, well, you know, Mark, before I do that, I need to go talk to the municipalities. I need to talk to the mayors. I need to talk to the city managers. And my question to them would be, I can appreciate that because you have to work with these people. But why would you go to them over the people? They didn't elect you. What about the having public you. forums uh, with the different areas? Let's say, I love uh, public forums. Let's say Patton Village, or let's say the City of Magnolia. What if you were how to do this? community, just community forums that invited the people to hear what they had to say? How about how about getting a group of people together with our commissioners, announcing it, or with our precinct, uh, with our commissioners, correct, announcing it ahead of time, inviting the people That's for input, saying. and sitting down and having a workshop, having a comp yes, and just all of us contributing mm -hmm. under the under a, the somebody's obviously got to be in charge to keep this thing rolling, but give the citizens input of which they generally don't get input. They can come and watch when we do this. So I'm, I am so, I think, I think that that's the number one qualification something. is to represent yeah. the people. I, I, I think, think they also, would like that. I think one of the qualifications you should have is have been in the real world before you do this. And I'm going to tell you why. People who have been in politics their entire life are used to spending other people's money. Money they did not work for to get. Money they did not earn. Money that's not on the line if they make a bad decision. And so they will push forward. You'll see a continual rise in taxes. You'll see a continual rise in the size of government and infrastructure. And then you have somebody show up on the scene and says, hey, why are we doing it that way? There's not a businessman on the planet who would do this. Why in the world would we have a toll road and us pay for the toll road through a revenue bond when the state of Texas will do it for free? Now, we're not going to go negative on this, right? No, no the other absolutely being not. Here. No, no. <laughs> so just, no, no, no. Okay. Wait a second. I'm not talking uh, yeah, about... Yeah. Listen, listen. That's, that's, Margie, you need to hear me okay. this. This is not about one person. Okay. This, this is whole election, general. This whole election okay. is not about one person. It's about the process. Right. It's about the process. And the process, all of the processes always need to be asking the question, what do the people that I represent what do they want? What do they want? And we say, well, I want to give them what's best. Well, okay, that's okay, but you're not the parent. You're not the king. You are the servant. <laughs> okay, and I really do believe this. So it's not about an individual. Right. It's because there are many people involved in, in the toll road and in, in the infrastructure of the roads. Lots of people Absolutely. involved here. Absolutely. Another thing is, as we talked about leadership a little while ago, it's sometimes you just, you've got to come in and you just corral everybody together and I think just by virtue of going in and opening your ears. After I won my first election, I came to the conclusion, I knew this ahead of time, there are good losers and bad losers and good winners and bad winners. We can understand a bad loser. I have never been able to understand a bad winner. I look at it like this. Why go around and try and crush the people that I'm going to have to work with because they didn't vote for me? How about this? Let's go see them. Let's see if they'll talk to us. I would go into places and I would say, I'm Mark Keogh, and I am your state representative. And I knew they didn't vote for me. And so whether or not you voted for me, at this point, I'm still your state representative. What's important to you? God gave me two ears and one mouth. That's the right way two to Two ears it. to listen with and a mouth to talk with. So tell me. And you know what they did? And it was amazing what we were able to do. Well, now let's lead the conversation is how you can get more one-on-ones with Mark Keogh. Let's talk about your event that's upcoming. You oh, have an awesome. event that's yes, coming up next week. That's I right. believe it's November 14th. November 14th. It's at Pacific Yard House. It's going to be a great time. 101 Metcalf Street. 
And we've done it so that you can get right off of work at 5.30 and, and it goes to 7.30 p.m. There are lots of people who are involved in the Republican Party. There's a Republican Party meeting that night. and it's They can come to our deal and quickly stop in right? and then go on over to Dr. Wally and see him. I would try and be there. But I'm going to be here to 7.30 and may still go over to the executive meeting when it's all done. And so it just so happens. We didn't intend that, but... It's fortuitous that it worked out that way. So, so it's a November meet and greet. 14th. It's a Somebody meet can greet. come hear you, or yeah. you can just get their number. They can take your card and they sure. can follow up with you later where you can talk yes. with them a little yeah. bit more personal about some of their concerns. Sure. And they could go to Keo, K E O U G H, number four. That's right. Texas.com. That's Keo for Texas.com. And you're also on Facebook at Keo for Texas. Yeah. Same, same everything. Just look up Mark Keo. Everything so will just come Just look up Mark Keo. Just look for it and you will find him. Facebook, Google, whatever. Right. And uh, so that is November 14th and uh, they can pay for admission at the door. They can pay for an advance. Yeah, they can get with your guy, Jason. Here's, <laughs> and, and there is an announcement that I'm going to make at this that people are going to want to hear. Okay. Because it has to do with the points of my platform that I'm going to run on. Because okay, so I, be I believe as a public official... I need to be held accountable. And the way I'm going to be able to do that is give you something to know and hold. And at the end of my session, you'll be able to judge me on whether or not I stuck to what I said I was going to do. Okay. How about that? We are looking forward <laughs> to that. And that is at the Pacific Yard House, just like minutes away. You can walk there from the studio here. Yeah, 101 Metcalf. 101 right? Metcalf. And there will be a podcast of the show available uh, sometime later tomorrow. And it will be shared on Conroe Culture News, Taylorized PR. And I'm sure Mark Keogh will share it as well. Again, that's KeoForTexas.com. I'm Margie Taylor of Conroe Culture News. Stay informed. Follow us on Facebook at Conroe News Radio or check it. Send me an email, Margie at Taylorized PR. Tune in next Monday to hear about local events, news, people in our community. And next week, we will hear from the new CVB manager, Shannon Overby. We'll hear from Adam, Adam McFarlane and hear from the mayor and his wife about Christmas on Main Street. I'm Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News. Have a great week. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.